Hello, listeners of the podcast, which is Unlimited Railworks. This is episode 78 of Video Game Choo Choo's Anime Podcast. And we're here to talk about anime once again without John, because he never wants, he, he hates us. He hates <laughs> us. He doesn't want to stick around. He gets his fill, he, he stays for an episode or two, and then he's back at it again. He just leaves. Uh, no, but John's gone once again, uh, which leaves just me, Rose. Hi, the host. Uh, and my usual cohorts, who are like literally almost always here. Uh, LV. Hello. Hello. LV, you think you'd probably have a better track record than me, in re- honestly, with this podcast. Because <laughs> really? I'm always like, oh, geez, I'm sick. I can't. <laughs> no, I can't that's do fine. This. That is a valid reason. To oh, yeah, like, I know, I but. If I'm I, the host, I don't know. And I feel like you've beaten me. I feel like probably. <laughs> if I'm sick, I wouldn't be able to deal with anime either. I just no. Yeah, that's much. it's not that's not healthy. I think that's not a great <laughs> that's not a great thing to like dive into when you're feeling a state of sickness. Uh, <laughs> that's probably the worst thing you can probably to an do to extent, yourself. Like it depends on the <laughs> anime, really. Like because <laughs> I've watched. Like, what? The first time I ever watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, mm-hmm. I watched all of it. I had read the manga, but I watched all of Brotherhood when I was, like, sick as hell for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was good. That was fulfilling. Okay. Keeps you active. Like, right. when you're in, like, like a flu-type situation, you know? <laughs> Delirium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh... Maverick is also here, and I know, I know you, you took a, you had to take some time off, at one point, but still, greatly appreciate you coming here. Oh yeah, uh, when you can. God, keep keeper of my sanity. This uh, this podcast, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, something to uh, focus your thoughts on too, as it were. Yep, uh, I, I have reached the point in my uh, work experience that. I don't feel as afraid to turn my filter off, and because of that, one, people do find my, like, outbursts pretty funny, but two, I'm also, like, a catty little bitch when it comes to, like, my opinions on things, (laughs) and so people will hear that, Uh, and they're they're just like, holy shit, when did this come up? Where was this in, like, the first, like, two months? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, still at the same time, I I feel like I mean I feel this way about everyone here, but I always say it to you like I feel very measured and considered response is very like a critical mind, as they say. Oh yeah, I can be measured uh, and like uh, definitely at work. I I can be measured with something that I like. <laughs> See, Sorry. just right there. <laughs> 
well, you know what? Actually, you know, I, I don't. I was like, I, do I even have to say anything? No, we don't. We didn't watch anything. We're not doing anime of the year yet. I think we're doing that next time. Uh, we sort of just fuck around. Really, <laughs> we'll fuck around and find out. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's probably something we do out. have to talk. <laughs> it's it's probably something we do have to talk about because, um, as with a couple of the shows, I will talk about later. Um, the schedules are also kind of whack with some shows not ending until the next season, technically. Right. So <laughs> a lot of delays. <laughs> we got to figure that out. I don't know. At, at this rate, anime year will be in February, <laughs> which, <one laughs> which I don't mind. But yeah, yeah, that's what's going on say, with some some series being twelve episodes, but others are like thirty or something, and it's like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> And then others decide to yeah. divide up in different cores, like, um, ma- like, like, like Madoka, for instance, a Magia record. Yeah, which that is weird just got again, delayed. As opposed to just yeah, finishing off the season with one contained season. Um. Yeah, that I mean, I've been happy ever since last year. I think it was last year that was the first time we did it right, where we moved Game of the Year. Yeah, which site. I think makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for similar it's reasons. After the year. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. For for similar reasons, where and especially in the past two years with like the pandemic and like a lot of other factors just messing up development cycles, um, it, it, it's it's more fair to stuff that comes out in December, and then you know we're talking about this stuff in December, and then it's like, oh man, come January, and I played this thing that came out in December, and it's like, wow, I probably would have my opinion would have been different if I played this earlier, you know? So it, it does yeah, have, like, right. more time for that stuff. More breeding room, for sure. And for all of us, too. For both the game and the gamers. Um. Yeah, really, though. <laughs> uh, because we don't have to fucking... I'll always... It was not fun. I'm, I'm glad you never have to experience it, Maverick, but years and years of us just, like, the first week of December... While also doing the game awards, usually <laughs> just fucking, ugh. Yeah, and, and from my understanding, there was also a format where, uh, you guy, you, you guys also podcasted it out to. Yeah, to an extent. <laughs> yeah, we stopped doing that pretty quick, I think. But uh-huh. it was still this format of like, I think once we, I think it was twenty eighteen or something, we decided like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do game of the year anymore, like a game mm-hmm. of the year specifically. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I feel like that's been great in general because it leads us to uh, yeah, having more a more diverse opinions. lineup. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, w- as different as we all are, we also kind of agree when something owns, I feel like. <laughs> so it just ends up being like, well, which of the two ones that, like, half of everyone liked uh, is it going to be? Um, that's video games, not anime. Uh, when we do anime of the year, it doesn't matter. We just go on some... We just all do our picks. We don't argue about it or anything. We just commiserate over anime. And anime of the year for the uh, fifth year in a row goes to Elfin Lead. Uh, come on up and get your award, oh, yeah. Elfin Lead. <laughs> yep, all timer uh, right all there. Timer. And it's just like, why did they even bother making anything after I, that? I, I watched the Hazel video on it and I'm like, shit, no, you're right. This is very much like a formative <laughs> uh-huh. fucking because <laughs> i definitely heard about it have never watched it will believe it's trash oh. but also will not dispute any like uh former teenage girl that watched it in terms of like the importance that it probably had on their life oh i was that former teenage girl that watched it and i don't think it was important on my life um <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> eh, fair fair 
But again, again, definitely had that phase of like, wow, I'm so cool watching like violent anime at the yeah. 80s, right? Uh, you know, but uh, for sure. It, like, yeah, it has its merits. It had its place in time, but no, I don't think it's something that holds up at all. <laughs> or I, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even know what it was trying to say, and that's the problem. I don't think what it was trying to say holds up at all. That's really it, what it was. No, not the absolutely content itself. Absolutely not. Absolutely but the, but not. What was, everything that was going on in it is like, come on. Like, this is just, it was just very very nihilistic in all ways that had no rationale for to to be to be the way it was (laughs) Mm -hmm. don't need to go into specifics no i can but i don't need to yeah (laughs) yeah i've i've never seen it personally but i i had a friend who uh i know rewatched it and he was really telling me all about how bad it was (laughs) i think uh right there were some cool sequences like oh shit that that was sick like sick as in bloody disgusting but that was sick but (laughs) other than that no yeah it just again a lot of concepts put together but but as a whole it didn't oh it was it was not stuff i I agree with uh, to on today (laughs) top 10 um box arts that you could find on an fye and go oh shit (laughs) god fye Oh. Yeah, it'd be on a, a, a yeah, it'd be on a oh. t-shirt too. Let's worry about Pocky and your Super yes, Mario themed energy drinks that probably tasted like shit. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> those are no, everywhere you know what? Now. I do know what those are. Yeah, I was gonna say those are everywhere now. Those are everywhere now. Like every convention, every anime convention or cartoon comic, like there, there's you, you weird reskinned the energy drinks it. of different. IPs like there's a Dragon Ball one that was that was apparently good I, I tried to only I didn't buy it but like I again I was I was at some con I don't know if it was the Dragon Ball con per se but at some con a couple years ago they were just handing them out and I'm like sure um it was like this limeade flavor it was fine it was fine um but no those there I bet there are tons more of those no, they they're at Target now. They're oh they, no, uh, they're at Target. I've now. seen them in the aisles no. where they have the cards. You know, like the cards that oh, are killing card each other packs. for these days. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I always see like a little like a little like stand that either has. I've seen the Dragon Ball one, mm-hmm. and I've seen um, I've seen the Mario one. Yeah, and also I saw the Mega Man E Tank one once, and I was like. <laughs> maybe no like no way that's gonna be the worst thing i've ever had what would, that be? would that be like blueberry? it has to be blueberry right yeah because yeah blue. yeah it gotta be it's gotta be mario i bet it's like you know fruit punch because you know like red and blue i don't know that's i'm just i'm assuming yeah <laughs> uh, i i i i'm sure this and actually i don't know why i'm so revulsed it just seems like the type of thing that it's probably really bad right it's probably totally fine but like there's something about the vibe it's not good <laughs> it's not a good vibe um, yeah, I get it. it's a reskinned energy drink. I know something about yeah. it is like this is hiding something because they put a cute character I like. Yeah, whatever, you know, like, like Go- Goku's got something wrong. Going I need to. I need here. to see the Red Bull logo. I need to see the monster. You know, this is not the, right. It's not. This is not the appropriate visual style I should be looking at at an energy drink that I associate with a certain damn spe- certain like subculture. <laughs> Speaking of, rest in peace to the Fangamer E Tank mug. <laughs> oh shit what happened they just don't do it anymore because th- i won't say that they what? got corporate but you know they got legitimate like <laughs> now that they legit have tie-ins with like games and actually do licensed merch now some of their other right. stuff is like out of there like sure you can get a grillby's mug but 
little Mario pipe mug from 10 years ago, the E-Tank mug, those are gone. You can get, a uh, nice little tie-in over here, a Valhalla pub glass and coaster set. All right. Folks, what anime have we watched? <laughs> You're, like, totally right, though, because this is, like, a thing is, it's like, you can't find those sites anymore that just have shit, right? Oh, you yeah. can go on you fucking go Snorkies? I'll go on fucking Snorkies right now. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I'm, like, I'm looking it up. The first thing I see... Well, not the first thing I see, but within the first page on, you know, Google search results, <laughs> the, the eBay, the eBay post, the eBay search um, listing that comes up for the, for looking up, you know, e-tag mug, legit cup <laughs> is the first two words in this eBay listing, <laughs> with asterisk. <laughs> it's, it's, oh. it's, 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 it's a desperate time. Wow. Ugh, I'm on this fucking, I'm on Snork Tees. You got the oh, classic gosh. Alderaan five day forecast. Hoth Ski Resort, a picture of a Dalek, <laughs> but instead of it saying exterminate, it's saying celebrate. Go outside. The graphics are amazing. I... Ooh. <laughs> oh, Ooh. no. <laughs> I'm seeing various mugs where it's either actually a sculpted with the aim, you know, like actually it's like the shape. And then ones that are just various, um, just various variations of clearly uh, not legit, um, you know, where it's just printed on, the design's just printed on through something like Teespring or something, Cafe Press. I don't even know if those two, well, Teespring exists. Cafe Press, I'm not sure. Wow. This is a, this is a, oh, oh man. Oh, this is a desperate market. <laughs> God, I had to Google My Life is Average, and it looks like the site went down. No. <laughs> oh, no, that was... The... Oh, so, no. Rose, what anime so did you watch? anime. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, so anime. Sorry to get us derailed. I was Sorry like, to get us, like, heck? into the nuance of... I love to learn. I love to learn. Remember? Remember TV Just, tropes? <laughs> No, I don't, because I feel like by They're the time around, I got online, everyone was already saying that it's the worst. So I was like, well, I don't need to check that out. Oh, no. I, mm. TV Tropes is the only way I knew about uh, Evangelion for a while. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> How hmm. did... Hmm. Hmm. Well, I, that, that's better than... I know I always say this, but I did watch End of Eva when I was like six and that was my only exposure to evangelion right. with no context yeah with no context which i is that better ah <laughs> uh, it or didn't it list uh you, you didn't get to know which character was the wooby of the series <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ is that what they say on tv they Trump? do <laughs> <laughs> inflicting oh, no. psychic damage to specific listeners of the podcast oh I think we we got every I think core audience <sighs> to be quite honest. Uh, <laughs> every time I learn something new about the internet before f like five years ago or whatever, when I went online for the first time, is like haunting me. <laughs> Rose, I got an idea. Uh, yeah, let's trade Tokusatsu. Okay, all right, that sounds good to me. All right. Uh, what have you been watching, huh? So, I alluded to it a little bit, and I got the name of the series wrong when I said 
I was thinking about an Ultraman series. I think I'd mentioned I was looking at oh, Ultraman yeah. Geed. In reality, I was thinking about Ultraman Ginga, which is a series that's a little bit more recent, I would say. It's from like 2013. Yeah, like 2013. And it is a very interesting show in terms of just like looking at its setup where basically I think every Ultraman series is connected in a way, but there's no specific like order to it from what I can see. Or it's not pertinent that like you start f- from the first Ultraman and then work your uh, way up. Urge. That being said, uh, Ultraman Ginga is very uh, curious just because the fact that it is a, a 50th anniversary show. So, a lot of, uh, lot of <laughs> fucking uh, weight there in terms of what you're able to do. But at this point in time, like the... Uh, series has sort of been struggling with just getting stuff down and there's definitely a lot of like financial severity going on so you definitely see something interesting where the uh area itself is set up in like this old elementary school and it follows a group of friends that are coming back to hang out uh figure out just like uh, some time uh, shenanigans that like lead them all to be in the same place, and uh, the main character Hikaru Raida ultimately finds a, a doll, like literally a little uh, collectible of in a former Ultraman, uh, Ultraman Leo, that speaks to him and is like, "Hey, dude, like uh, I think you might be a chosen one." Uh, in the uh, school shrine. There is a relic that you can use to awaken the power of what they call, and I'm looking at it here, uh, spark dolls. And basically, uh, part of the series is uh, being able to look at just all of these miniature figures of classic Ultraman monsters and uh, getting to just like remember, oh, hey, it's this guy, oh, it's that guy. Uh, and the main character being able to, like, literally transform into those characters for, like, a bit. And then, uh, uh, later on in, like, that same episode, become the titular Ultraman Ginga, which is a, uh, pretty souped-up Ultraman design. I dig it. And it's only 16 episodes. I'm about three episodes in so far. There is a sequel series, Ultraman Ginga S, where... There is a bit more budget uh, packed into that because basically this was definitely a Hail Mary of a attempt. And uh, from what I can tell, I mean, given that I'm still hearing about Ultra, the Ultra series and like shows past Ginga, I would say it worked out, which uh, good for them. (laughs) Because goddamn, yeah. So you had Ginga, which then led into X, Ultraman Orb, Ultraman Geed. RB, Taiga, Z, and currently Ultraman Trigger. So, good on it. And also has a fucking banger of an OP. Just fucking dude rock material is what this fucking song is. 
Oh, yes, you showed me this. Yeah, I'm gonna link it again. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's cute. Like, it... I don't know if... Because uh, last time that we were talking about tokusatsu, I would say that, like, Sentai usually skews a little bit younger in comparison to something like Kamen Rider. It, usually. It's not uh, an immediate one-to-one. I would say it's more uh, the situation for newer series. With Ultraman, I definitely feel a similar younger skew of sorts in some things. At the very least with like the thematics where it's like the uh, villain basically creates the monster of the week by finding a local person with a uh, evil heart and using that evil energy to make them power the uh, monster that week. And so far, like, monsters have included um, people that want to pollute in the uh, local park. A guy on a motorcycle that loves to chase people. Uh, And then recently, from what I was seeing, a lady who just likes to be mean to the kids. And may have, like, more connections, I guess, to the uh, overall villain. Eh, you know, it again, I'm very lenient in some capacity with it being a show that's sort of just like patched up with whatever they could scrounge up, but also, you know, the things that hit definitely hit, and I can see why this helped bring in some momentum for a series at a time that it definitely had to, uh, I don't know, I definitely had to get itself established because. I feel like not a lot of people talk about Ultraman, at least in the West, even though it definitely yeah. is like one of the most seminal pieces of media to really just have any influence. I mean, again, so much of Ano's material you can trace back to his own obsession for Ultraman, among other things. I mean, look at those Ava designs. They are like less Gundam specific and more like you could just put someone in a suit in those Mm -hmm. which from what I hear kind of does happen in 3.33 or whatever I've been wondering about um, the generational divide specifically with Ultraman because it does feel like there was a period of time maybe in the 90s early 2000s where Ultraman was very I wouldn't say popular but like the awareness was there. Like, Nicolas Cage fucking loves the Ultraman. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. You want to mm-hmm. talk about inspirations? Like, he fucking loves Ultraman. Mm-hmm. And now you can definitely tell how that reflects, like, you know, the stuff he's made over the years. I mean, part of it, I think, would be the fact that a lot of it would become serialized in some capacity. I remember... I remember a very faint attempt to bring Ultraman to the West through Fox Kids. Like, they had a dubbed version of one of the Ultraman series. I forget which one, but they did have a version available. It might have been Ultraman uh, Gaia. Maybe Neos. Not too sure. But it was one of those where it definitely didn't, like, register... Which, I don't know, I find interesting as someone that did, like, 
I got Power Rangers, no problem. I got uh, a lot of that early material, like, no sweat. When it came to trying to do that for Ultraman, there's just a difficulty, I would say. Or, I can't think of another time that they tried to bring it back to the West. And I wonder if that'll happen now, right? Like, Godzilla's been popular. Um... People really like Shin Godzilla, I mean, specifically, and if Hano's going to be doing Shin Ultraman, like, will that be a gateway of sorts with Kamen Rider getting licensed more and more now, too? Yeah. Oh, it was Ultraman Taiga. They got good names for these, I'm going to say right now, and they're simple, but these are good names. I also really liked, I really liked the Ultraman Gaia design when I was looking up. Ginga's fine, too, but I like... I really like the suit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. So the dub was a bit more tongue-in-cheek, but, you know, something that probably couldn't, like, land immediately if there had been, like, a such a drought of Ultraman material, like, uh, after that. Which makes sense. So I've been watching Kamen Rider Revice, right? The week-to-week. A week-to-week one. Oh. Uh... It's currently going still a couple episodes behind, but uh, just got to the part where they have introduced a female rider. They have introduced several riders. So let me run through the riders with you, okay? Okay. So this common rider Revice is the main character, right? And he's just a guy, but he has his his demon, his inner demon from hell. Uh, is his like is also like the common rider Revice? He's named Vice, and he just sort of, like, he has, like, a cat boy outfit. Uh. <laughs> like a suit, but it's yeah. still, like, it has, like, cat ears and stuff. Right. Um, and they're, like, a tag team. Like, they go around, like, they, they do, like, some combinations into horrible CGI stuff. It's really bad. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, yeah, those two are the main ones. Then there's Common Rider Evil. Oh. Who has become Common Rider La... Lot live live. Oh, from the word evil. <laughs> yeah, because he's not evil anymore. Okay. <laughs> now he's gross. Incredible. Um, yeah, that's a that's a lizard head. It's a lizard head. Well, he has like thirty outfits. Okay. Okay. Wait. Hold on. I'm looking. Hold on. Oh, if it's the pink yeah, one it's ca- or a snake head, it is cat like at first glance. Okay, you know what? You're right. right. I I don't want to expose you like that. Sorry. Is that a hog? (laughs) It looks like. Look at it. Look. No, I know. I know what you mean. The placement is. Yeah. He's always doing cat boy shit. Is why I said. Maybe that's. Yeah. Maybe it's like a. a, That's like the joke too. It looks like a cat, but it's actually a wizard. And listen. Anyway, the the main thing (laughs) is they change all the time. Okay. Right. So it doesn't even matter. They're changing to like (laughs) kangaroo and shit like that. But. That's not even true. They're just switching to other writers, <laughs> like themed stuff. But they don't say that outright. So it's like, oh look, we're in the Forze outfit or whatever. So we got a rocket. <laughs> oh look, we're in the Common Rider. I don't think they've done build yet, but they've yeah. done a bunch of other ones, the gamer one, etc. Um, but now they have hit. So all the writers are related in this one. They're all from the same family. Oh god. Um, and now they have the lady writer, which they have started to do more recently. In earnest. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's common writer Jean, like Jean d'Arc for some godforsaken reason. Mm-hmm. Don't know why that is that, but <laughs> uh, she's there. The sister who does karate, I think. Oh, shit. Um, so she's pretty tough. Um, but she turns into common writer Jean. She has a little sidekick who is... So, th- so yeah, they all have d- demons, right? Is the gimmick mm-hmm. of the show. Um, the brother who becomes common writer, who is common writer evil, has an evil demon who is just like a goth gay version of him. I don't... <laughs> Very... Is, is, is this is Shin Megami Tensei. This is just... Uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not me. That's that's literally what happened to him. He goes, like, you're not me. That's the problem. Then it becomes common writer live, whatever. Um, but for her... Her inner demon is just this little little person in a mascot snake costume, and they're so cute. They are so oh. cute. They just go around and they're scared of everything because it's like her inner demon was that she was too scared to like fight or whatever because mm-hmm. she's a girl in a tokusatsu series. <laughs> um, but uh, it's so cute, and she's like snake themed because of it. Um, and it's a fun design. It's fun. It's a uh, I've been, I've, I don't, I wouldn't say Revice is one, like, I, when I look at common Riders, I really look at, like, Bill, the double, um, and stuff like Kuga as, like, really interesting stuff that they were, like, very cohesive about. This one very much feels like, and maybe it's just because this is the first one I'm watching week to week, but it very much feels like it is pandering to that week to week, like, we're just gonna do something fucking crazy next week, like, you don't even know, <laughs> like... Yeah, is this an it anniversary It matter, because it's a new series? week, yeah. It is, I think, because it is the, oh. what, is it the 50-something, and that's why they have all the suits or whatever. Yeah, because I was gonna um, say, um... You know, for the uh, occasional anniversary writer, they will do something special. Um, I'm trying to think. So yeah. the immediate fiftieth. Oh, fiftieth. Okay, so, eh, you know, I get it. Um, I'm trying to think here. I know that common writer decade anniversary writer Forze, I believe, is technically an anniversary writer. Let me double check that. I want to see if Forza is an anniversary writer. Zio is obviously another oh, uh, yeah. anniversary writer, but Zio is so. <laughs> oh yeah, so Forza was for the fortieth anniversary. Um, and then okay, okay. I'm so the thing that they do that's fucked up is the fact that decade commemorates ten years of the Heisei writer series. Right. Forze is a commemoration of the 40 years of Common Rider as a total cumulative series. Zio celebrates, uh, I want to say, 25 years? Or 20 years. Yeah, Zio celebrates 20 years of uh, Heisei Riders. And then Revice is now the 50th anniversary of uh, the entirety of fucking Common Rider. It's dumb, but also, like, go off. I, you know what? Who doesn't love a stupid, like, hey, everybody's here type situation, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Who doesn't? We all love it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to judge it. But it is pretty I, silly. I do think it may be suffering from that. Do, yeah. do, do <laughs> you think Common Rider 4Z is based on the Flatwoods monster? Yes, absolutely. I've always Okay, cool. Way. I... 
I, I didn't notice it until I saw a video about the Flatwoods monster, and I'm like, oh shit, wait. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, look at him. <laughs> like, yeah. I totally get why you wouldn't notice that at first. I'm, uh, Elvi, are you still there? Did we, uh. Yeah, oh no, I've been listening. <laughs> Okay, I'm, well, I'm here's very... a fun little bit uh, <laughs> right here. I am here. still here. <laughs> Final bit about Revite. Oh, also, there's Common Rider Demons as well. And that guy has a drill, so I really like him. Nice. Because he has a drill. Um, is that a separate not... person? Are they... Yes, Common Rider Demons is another guy. Um, but that's not evil. That's like... No, evil is the brother <laughs> who becomes live. Hmm. I don't quite get the Rider naming Demon. structure in this one. It's a... <laughs> It's a little all over I the don't, place. Why is she called Common Writer Jean? Right. <laughs> what does revice mean? <laughs> um, Wait, I'm reading the West. Ravi or Revi? The, yeah, there's Revi. So, like, Revive, revice. maybe? Maybe, like, Revive. Revice, and it goes Revi, Vice. Revi, Vice, Live, Revi, Evil, Vice. John Demon. <laughs> Yeah. Right, it's like it's like two na- two of the names reflect the other, but then you get to John and demons. I yeah, <laughs> I don't even know like what what was John in the snake bit. Like I don't whatever. Um, why is demons a spider? It's not like it matters. Um, so uh, the one thing I really liked from reading the Wikipedia page was something I saw, which said the first production meeting for the season had the head scriptwriter pitch having a primary female common writer, only for executives to deny it fairly quickly. No. Uh, I can't believe they would deny it fairly quickly. I also really like the part where it says the producer wanted to do a road film type concept that symbolized the end of the pandemic. Mm. All right. One of the uh, writers is a fan of bats, so they had. Yeah, there's, that's a, small, part this, there's a bathhouse in the show that's important. That, but- <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it takes place at a hot spring, but it is very. That's their base. Is that where they meet up all the time? Yeah, the <laughs> scriptwriter <laughs> is a fan of public baths and right. felt that they were the embodiment of happiness. <laughs> I mean, they're nice. They're nice. If you go to a nice one, yeah, they're nice. That's <sighs> that's very. Hmm. It's a weird thing to say, though. I. You know, when I think of public fats, I think happiness. Also, maybe not. Also kind of contradicts the concern over, oh, man, we can't we can't do the road film idea anymore. The pandemic's not done. <laughs> Bathhouses yeah. aren't great in this current situation still. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, no. But, yeah, it's, it's totally fine. I wouldn't say this is one of my favorites or anything. It is very insane. It has a lot of insane characters. It has a lot of fun camera work. Um, the CGI is really fucking bad, and they do it for every single fight, and it's driving me insane. Oh, good. But if you're the type of person who loves bad CGI, then maybe <laughs> you'll get a kick out of it. But, ugh, for me, No. Uh, it's still good though. I, I like the, the female writer actually seems decent for once, even if it's really funny that her like you know like you know every common writer has the belt say something when she right. transforms she it says liberal up. <laughs> uh huh. Like, I like because it's supposed is to be that like a trans- is that just right? an awkward translation or is that no really- so 
it's supposed to be like Jean d'Arc, like liberate oh. whatever she says. Oh, like. liberate. Oh. Oh. But. <laughs> but uh-huh. in the context it's very funny uh no uh yeah th- that's common writer revise you know how it is um Elvie, what are you up to what do you want to talk about what's going what, on what hijinks have i been up to um yeah. i have a lot of series i still need to finish um which again maybe doesn't matter because at this rate maybe we are doing anime in february which would be really funny uh, but would would we, but would be practical. I would not mind it. Um, but for sure, a lot of series still that are like on the hanger for me, being like, hmm, I'll get back to that. But gosh, you have like ten more episodes, and I don't know about that. I'm not feeling that right now. Uh-huh. Um, so what I did instead is like, oh sure, I'm gonna check out new series instead and just uh, utterly build up that library. Uh, <laughs> very inconveniently so for myself. Um, thankfully there was one series that just kind of like was vomited from the get-go because it was partially in an American production. So in this case, it seems like, yeah, Netflix has gotten better when it came to distributing some anime titles where they do understand like, no, this binge model does not work and typically is not associated with anime watching. Um, in this case, no, they applied the binge model here for a show called Super Crux, which is actually based on an American comic um, which was um, a, uh, what they call a limited series. So there were literally only six issues. It was never intended to be like, you know, um, a longer comic book series. Um, it's, al- it's also like a spinoff of another. <laughs> it's also a spinoff of another series, which I believe actually is much longer. I- and I think more syndicated. I'm not sure if that one's done, but um, this is based on a comic book series by the guy who made kick-ass um and by and he also actually i never learned this until recently because i keep seeing the fucking trailer for this movie he also um did kingsman which i was not aware was a comic book series this whole time i i totally thought it was like a movie you know yes kingsman is indeed a comic book series originally um i I guess i could see that yeah yeah yeah, and yeah, I, oh gosh, the trailer for like apparently what appears to be a prequel keeps <laughs> keeps appearing before some of my YouTube videos. Like, oh, the King's I Man. I see it at the theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, and I was like, what? Why is this familiar? And then the title came up. I'm like, oh, all right, I see. You're clever. I, okay, I get it. But anyway, um, with that kind of context. Uh, <laughs> This 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 man has 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 written for violent stuff, cartoonishly violent things, um, and that's that's what happens here with Super Crooks, which focuses on the perspective of villains or, um, and you know just a ragtag group of uh, super villains who are like you know what, just fuck it, we're gonna just do whatever. It's it's essentially a heist series. I've also been noticing that trend. There's been so many like heist genre related things, so many things riffing off of like Ocean's Eleven in a way. Just so much of that stuff recently, for some reason, um, it's 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 the it's the mood for a heist. Why not? Um, and um, yeah, th- this is what the series is. Um, what's interesting about the series is not, it's not a literal adaptation of the comics. It actually it actually makes up a lot of original like new material for most of the series, and it doesn't really touch upon the source material until the last couple of episodes. <laughs> which I personally think, which I personally think did it both a service and a disservice, um, as I will go into. But very much, yeah, Mark Miller had involvement with the writing of the show with the anime studio producing this. So 
so in a loss of main sense. So the way it begins is that um, you we are the, our central character is a guy a guy by the name of Johnny Bolt. Everyone's name here is like pretty literal. It's there's no there's no subtlety whatsoever. Um, you know, and he's like. You know, he's like a teenage kid. He doesn't live in like a great housing, like home situation. I, I, it's still not clear to me if that was like his mom or like his older sister taking care of him. Um, but she keeps bringing guys home, and it's just like uncomfortable for him, you know, uh, etc. But around that age, like I, I guess, like at the height of puberty, essentially, he realizes, oh my gosh, I have like superpowers. I can control electricity. I can control like electric charge and manipulate that stuff. And this is a world where, yeah, again, superheroes are the norm. The idea of people having superpowers are the norm. But that also, of course, means there are supervillains. Uh, people, you know, the, 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 there's a distinction between people who use powers for good and a distinction between people who use powers for bad things. Um, and essentially, we have this whole origin story of his, like in this first episode, um, before the next episode jumps right into his adulthood and how he led a criminal and how he ended up leading into a criminal life. Um which, which, which is, yeah, so he tries to be a superhero. He's a kid, you know, with his friend, um, whose friend who has no powers. And, you know, they're trying to keep on a down. He's doing the whole thing where he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get a costume. I'm going to hide my identity. I'm going to practice. And it's this very, it's this very hopeful, like, series of events that pretty much lead to, like, something very disastrous where he actually, he pretty much accidentally kills a bunch of people with his powers um and pretty much yeah and pretty much does it in front of like a girl he had a crush on it was just it was just a catastrophic series of events that of, of things going absolutely buck wild and like completely out of his control and even more shamefully like people didn't know it was him in, in some retrospect that was like both good for him but also just horrible you know the, you know and all you know from that those series of events he's just like you know what fuck it um if i can't use my powers to help people if i'm just gonna hurt people i might as well just keep doing it so it, it pretty much ends on like him hacking an ATM machine. Well, ATM, the M means a machine. I apologize uh, for anyone who's. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but yeah, hacking an ATM. And yeah, but just that just jumps right into like, oh, here he is now in a jail cell um, with a bunch of other villains, a bunch of other supervillains. And yeah, most of the series is uh, following his escapades, what a like, group he has. Um, his girlfriend, on the other hand, who, um, you know, again, and we're now in his adulthood. He's now, like, known for, like, some notoriety, what have you. His girlfriend, on the other hand, who has psychic powers and has been taking part in, like, all their, like, criminal escapades together. You know, he comes out of jail and she's like, you know, we, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, <laughs> I just want to be normal. I just want to have a normal, stable life with you. She's obviously hinted at marriage, etc. Um, and... Um, you know, and, 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 and I mean, he's a fucking idiot. He's just like, no, I, I still have, I need, I need to make my big break. I need to like, you know, cash in on the biggest like heist I will ever have um, before I, before I can even think about that. Um, and she's just very patient with him, you know, and she's very like open-minded too about the idea of like, yeah, she is, she is not, she is, she herself is not totally innocent either. She's very much like, no, I still want to do, I still want to do some villain things, but she, she's very much on the level, like, not to the extent of, like, how big Johnny is thinking. And very much pointing out that, like, listen, you just freshly came out of jail, you fucking idiot. If you do anything obvious now, that is going to be so bad for you. Um, and, right, that's, like, much of the series. Like, it's just showing, like, the various escapades, the various things they were doing together alongside other side characters, like some of, like, Johnny's cohorts. And there's this, like, underlying narrative of, like, one of 
quote unquote the biggest supervillains in the world, which they, who they who they referred to as the bastard. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> and and which is his like nickname. I forgot his actual name, but um, he he supposedly had retired years ago. But what's terrifying about him is that he actually. Um, and this is where the the crux of like all the blood and gore comes in, where he actually is capable like spontaneously combusting someone's head, um, and and like the moment he and like through some sort of like kind of like weird psychic energy, like the moment he gets into someone's head, like if he focuses on them, he you he cannot get out, um, and that's kind of what's terrifying about it. Like he pretty much like is someone who got his way with things through like basically mafia as tactics. Like, pr- like, pretty much, like, th- they tell a story about how someone wronged him in the past, and he somehow managed to get in contact, like, he su- his, through his network, he somehow managed to get in contact with all of those people, like, all the loved ones of that person, and he pretty much killed all of those people and left that man alive to, to suffer with everything. Um, the culmination of the series ultimately is about, is with Johnny and his crew trying to steal something from the bastard, um, and it becomes this, like, huge, big, tense showdown where, um, they also encounter one of the superheroes who have since like fallen and has been outed as himself also been doing bad things. Um, now working for the bastard as well. So it's, it's very much, you know, it's, it's pretty much a show where you're like, you know what? I'm rooting for the villains here, but there are some people who are worse than these guys. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those like, Oh man, everyone here is bad, a bad person. But in hindsight, it's like, no, these guys are not as bad as these people. You know, one of those things. Um, and it pretty much, I don't know, it pretty much fits right into place with how also, in addition to heist genre stuff, there's also been a lot of superhero subversion stuff recently. Um, stuff that I personally think have been very good. Um, you know, The Boys is a series that's been pretty well acclaimed for doing stuff like that. Invincible is another animated series for also doing a similar thing. In fact, I think the series is very similar to Invincible, at least with the starting premise of, like, how the series depicts like a young a young kid being so broken and jaded by the fact that like oh gosh i'm trying to do good but i only end up doing bad and like am i just destined for that etc and then just willingly accepting it whereas invincible is like taking a different turn but it has a similar premise and it certainly does not go as like deep and philosophical as like invincible or the boys ever will but um super crooks is certainly working with those same those same themes, like, okay, the villains, you know, the villains you're seeing depicted are, are not, are not like, you know, like, they're not quite evil as you think, like, think they're being made out to be, and also showing the side of, like, you know, not all superheroes are also working for an altruistic good. Some of them are actually hiding things behind closed doors. But all in all, yes, it, like, also conveys those ideas, but it's not a deep eater. It really is just, like, a fun, violent <laughs> fun violent romp of like a bunch of like characters and especially one character and just seeing him try to like fail upwards <laughs> to eventually learning his mistakes and eventually coming to terms with like yeah I don't need to keep proving myself to anyone I just need to like calm the fuck down and like understand that someone cares about me it needs to stop it needs it needs me to stop being so self-destructive um and yeah, I watched I watched it with the English dub, so I, I felt that like that was very fitting. It, it takes place in a fictional San Francisco for the most part, um, but yeah, it's like again, yeah, it's all on Netflix. Uh, I felt like it was a very quick uh, quick watch. Well, not quick watch. I get I guess another one of my problems I had with how they decide to again just condense the actual source material within the last couple of episodes as opposed 
to stretching it out and having you take your time with it. Um, to prioritize the original material, which I felt like was slow at times and dragged on a little bit, especially during, like, certain battle scenes and certain scenes where there was, like, a lot of exposition. Um, but, but which I felt like was exposition that was very necessary. Um, but all in all, it was, it was a ride. I think it, I think it was very good. I think it was very fun. But certainly not as, like, <laughs> it's very surface-level fun. It's, it's something you don't have to think about <laughs> too much. It's, it's, uh, you know, like, uh, I was just thinking about how this, you, did you say this is the person who made, um, uh, Kick-Ass, right? Yeah, Kick-Ass, yeah. At the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, like, has, has this guy been doing this for, like, 20 years? The, like, like, like the same stuff. thing like like yeah not not that there's anything wrong with that but it's just like no 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 for sure it's crazy this, that, that like it will always resonate right because yeah. of the ever-present nature of the traditional uh super yeah these player. archetypes no for sure that actually is a criticism of him <laughs> when i was researching when i was researching this series more there's definitely like a lot of criticisms towards mark miller over like Man, he literally is just writing the same characters over and over again. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And, and I get that. As someone who has only consumed, like, again, nothing much else outside of this beyond, like, yeah, the movies of Kick-Ass and Kingsman, but not the source material. But I can definitely see it. Like, yes, there, he is literally doing the same things here. Um, and that certainly has, like, been criticism of him. Um even across his own fans, it looks like. Mm-hmm. In, part- in particular, too, Super Crooks, I-, I think, has some criticism because of that. But it's very much intended to be a one-shot. So I don't think, like, I don't know. I don't know if that holds that much when it talk- when talking about something that, like, is yeah. a limited series. But, like, for sure. But that's, again, that is also the problem, too. If you do, if, you know, it, it probably is the nature, too, of just, like, how these archetypes are handled. It's like, you know, an archetype is an archetype. And, you know, if you're going to talk about an archetype... At some point, you're probably going to be saying the same thing someone else had. You're going to be saying the same thing you have said also already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. That's what I was thinking. It's like, and then, like, how do you stay on top of what the current view is rather than just getting caught in your own, like, past ideas? Of, oh, like, yeah. This is what a superhero represents at this period of time. Yeah, And yeah. I can see, like, reinventing that over time, but right. I wonder, I wonder right. how that uh, plays out. Um, but there's always, there's always room for subversion and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. That's always going to happen. Right. Uh, Also has a great funky opening song. (laughs) We love to hear that. Um, Love a good opening. Whenever Netflix is like, skip intro, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm vibing to this. They need (laughs) to do something about them having anime and skipping the endings all the time they really oh yeah no that too that too bugged me the the i'm the the ending song is not as great but it was also beautiful to look at i'm like what is this and i didn't notice it until the last episode i'm like what the fuck because it's been skipping it automatically because i didn't notice absolutely there's definitely a problem with the autoplaying um skipping the ending I don't know. Like, yeah. I th- I'd be okay with that if the autoplay also had like parameters to set. We're like, no, I don't want to skip the yeah. ending. You can still autoplay, but don't skip the credits. Come on. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, it's ugh. just from like it, you know, like from like a broader societal view, just like the way that like the credits are considered dis- disposable or whatever when it's the people who made it. Yeah. Uh, uh. Hello. 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 Hi. I'm sorry, I uh, was caught by demons. <gasps> oh, no. Oh. Common so Rider sorry, demons? That 
No, not just any common rider demons. A a ghost, an apparition even. You could say I was taken by the mysterious presence of an enemy stand. (laughs) Good transition to bring us back. (laughs) Great stuff. Uh, No, but yeah, so you've been watching... uh, Oh yeah, Stone Stone Ocean Ocean did happen. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't tuned in. Uh, recently, uh, Stone Ocean, part six of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, got released in a, not the worst of the Netflix deals, you know, um, very interesting to see another, I would say best case scenario for a JoJo pull, um, in that the first 12 episodes have gotten released, and now I believe they're going to be doing it in two more, I I would assume, Two more 12-episode yeah, chunks. So you got the first 12 episodes, and so far I've been digging them. I'm about eight episodes in, and it's been a lot of fun. Jolene is a very, very fun JoJo. I think a very good culmination of a lot of the series is, like, interests in what a Star family member can be. I think the... Set up overall. So, uh, Jolene Cujo uh, is set up in terms of, uh, you know, being a young girl in love. And accidentally, her boyfriend at the time runs someone over. And they try to get out of there and try and leave the body. But ultimately, she stays behind. uh, Is not tried as a minor, but ultimately has to pay for that later on as an adult. And then... Uh, through sheer circumstance, is brought to a prison over in Florida. Uh, in the middle of all this, uh, no actual conversation with her dad, Jotaro Kujo, but he eventually sends her a amulet that turns out to have a part of the uh, old bow and arrow that basically for the last, uh, between parts three through five, have been key in just being able to unlock a lot more stand abilities and latencies for people that are uh have the potential to have stands so we're at this maximum security prison in florida with a a material that can ultimately give people just a bizarre new power and in the middle of all this is a mystery on what is specifically the reason that jolene is at this uh Jolene is at this prison, and whether or not it has to deal once again with the uh, now decades-long rivalry between the Joe Stars and the vampire Dio. It's a lot, but it's been fun, you know. It's still very goofy. I think the fact that it is such like a women-centric cast is very awesome, and just lends itself to a different kind of yeah, it just lends itself to a different kind of action in a way where it definitely wants to, I don't know, like still lean into what makes a JoJo, but immediately you see Jolene being a lot more, like, um, resourceful with her stand, uh, Stone Free, or, sorry, Stone Ocean. Don't want to get a sued by the estates that have rights for music and whatnot. But, uh, no, it's been fun. Like, I've really been digging it. The color padding, the color paletting is always good. 
Uh, congrats to Kira Buckland for getting the voice of uh, Jolene for the English dub. I think it is legitimately cool that like both her and the uh, Japanese Who's Seiyu yeah. are both people that are just like oh, JoJo one. super fans. Yeah, I was seeing that it was the same thing for the uh, the voice actor for Pucci. Uh, her, uh, am I messing it up? The po- the the Catholic guy. Yeah, the Catholic guy. <laughs> yeah, the Catholic guy. What do you want from me? He's probably not <laughs> in yet. I don't know. Uh, I mean, again, I'm like seven to eight episodes in, so I'm aware that uh, Foo Fighters is uh, a part of the cast at the moment. But yeah, <laughs> I, I'm right. Okay, okay. It's Poochie. He's the, he's the main antagonist. Oh, uh, wait, no, I remembered his name. Yeah. That's so I don't name. think he's in yet, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun. I mean, like, on one hand, you know, JoJo Fridays is always one of those immediate pools or whatever of just like, yes, it's finally a Friday. But I don't think this <laughs> is the worst way to go through JoJo. And... the. It goes off the rails immediately. Fucking by episode three, we have a deranged, deranged person uh, basically having people wear animal corpses to pretend to be animals for her amusement. And as you do, as you do, just, you know, in terms of where most of these shows start. Definitely did not anticipate that, but I, I like that that's just the energy that it's going into at this point. I think the um, the thing that I really liked that you mentioned a little bit of is her her ingenuity with her stand is something that really reminded me of my favorite JoJo uh, part two. Oh, Joseph, yeah. Where she really just feels like Joseph, right? Like that's that's what I've I've always thought just in like how she does her stand stuff, how stupid she is, I think in a, like a very specific way like where she's just a bastard right like yeah i mean um, like there's also uh, now that you mention it i'm sure that there are plenty of people that can argue stone free being a enhanced version of hermit purple yeah that's always how i've thought about it and i thought it was like great that they did that especially after you know part four crazy diamond is stupid right like just the strongest possible stand and then you get into gold requiem is like gold experience requiem is like come on right like just do anything um so it's fun to go back to that because like even like star platinum wasn't that crazy he's just a guy who punches right but like they were they were still trying to do uh they were still trying to do a lot of the ingenuity of uh part two and one where they're doing like you know stupid stuff with the ripple or really ridiculous like leaps of physical logic to solve things like um what is that fucking thing star platinum does that's insane oh you mean a star finger yes yes that is literally exactly what i was thinking of (laughs) where it's just like why is this happening and it's just like well if you just design it around it then it's fine you know like um and I feel like that's where I liked about part six. I really like part six a lot when I read it. Um, and I'm really excited to get back into it once I can wrangle my girlfriends into it. Uh, 
but uh, I'm really excited now to see part seven because part that's, seven has a lot of that too. That's the but. thing, you know, uh, the inevitability of part six means that sooner or later we're going to get part seven and Steel Ball Run is going to be a fucking time. It's going to be so good. I can't wait to see horrible CGI T-Rex. Uh uh, Distant Dreamer yeah. is also a very good ending. Like, definitely unexpected, but yeah, no, I dig it. JoJo's so good. It's good. God, at what am I fucking? I, I I feel that the popularity of JoJo has made it somehow a appearance of like, oh, you like JoJo? That's such a basic anime. Like, yeah, but it's not right. It like, is literally one of the original. Shonen series to pick up after Fist of the North Star and only has its longevity because of the fact that Araki decided, alright, if I'm gonna keep doing this series, I gotta figure out different spins for it. Literally, his own ingenuity has been the reason that JoJo has been able to go for so long. And, yeah, like, the immediate popularity of the series in terms of, like, uh, the 2012 David production inception is only for the fact that it is the one that is stuck after multiple attempts to one, not just try and um, present any of the content to the West, but specifically it's like, you know, we'll constantly try and bring part three over. We'll try and have, you know, part five available as a game for the PS2. We'll try and have, like part four translated, but then anyone only ever remembers the fucking doing scans for like years until uh, we get official uh, scanlations. Uh, only in the past eight years, no, I'm sorry, only in the past decade have we actually been able to get a proper Western context of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And that's considering the series is now like 30 year tenure at this point. Like, yeah, it, it is popularity that is well deserved, and it's the type of thing where it's like, oh, okay, we'll continue what you're saying. I'm sorry. No, it, it's just like it, and and the amount of ingenuity to it, for someone to try yeah. and argue it as a basic anime, one is again the same, and I I don't want it to be an elitism. I never want to come across as an elitist when it comes to my um interest in anime but i feel like a lot of specific anime fans that i end up talking to who are also people that predominantly absorb it through their childhood in toonami or getting it through like an immediate early um subscription to like crunchyroll uh, they only ever stick in that circle of shonen and assume that that is Usually what's there. Maybe they'll gravitate to whatever the hot new drama series is of the time. You know what I mean? No, definitely. Like, it's the type of thing where th these are the only... Like, you see it with Boku no Hero, right? Like, constantly. Like, where it's like, this is the only one that I know. This is it. Like, and then you got Naruto's and stuff like that. Yeah, which, again, not awful. But then it's like, you know, I, I wish... But it's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I, I I swear that you'll enjoy Gunbuster. I swear that 
you know, you could give uh, Demon City Shinjuku a shot. Uh, check out the Irresponsible Captain. Like, literally, I would just say go find an anime on Retro Crush. Check that out and see if you like it. There is so much more that's out there that isn't, like, amazing because of it being, like, top-tier, epic, whatever. But, you know, there's just, like, a heart to it that makes it worthwhile to find. Absolutely. I, I, I always struggle with the same thing where it's you don't want to sound like you're like, oh, well, the thing you like isn't, you know, deep enough. But at the same time, you really just want people to, like, no, hey, like... You're limiting yourself to an extent, right? Yeah, like, uh, you know, I'm sure jobless reincarnation is interesting and it's the first isekai or whatever. Like, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. It got way too horny for me three episodes in. And rather than try and force myself through that, that. I'm going to go ahead and, like, check out something else. And there's just, there's so, like, this is the problem we talked about, like, with like, there's so much fucking anime. Like, there's so much. Like, people really have no idea how much there is, especially in the last ten years. Like, I mean, look at every time we do the fucking weekly, or whatever, the the, uh, the season anime, right? When yep. we, we do the upcoming. Like, that's so many fucking shows. Um, and they're not all bad, is the, <laughs> thankfully... <laughs> I think it's just, like, figuring out what you're interested in, where you're going into. Like, I, I'm really glad that um, I'm in a situation where a lot of the times where, like, I would watch things that I wouldn't necessarily watch and learn what I like or don't like from them. Um, I think it's valuable. Like, I always say it from the critical perspective, from, like, being a critic. But I think just, like, from any perspective, like, learning what you like and not just deciding what you like uh, is one of the most important things you can do. But yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to watching fucking JoJo again. We did, we watched part five um, really late. Like it took us like two years to watch part five or something. So I haven't actually minded this delay too much between parts. Right. Whereas like, well, like part four was like between part four and five was like two years at least, right? Maybe more. About. I I I still need the. It is reminding me I need to read Jojo Leon again because I stopped reading it when it was week to week, and now that it's almost done, I feel like maybe I could. Oh, it's it over though. Oh, it did finish. I'm pretty sure it did finish. I'm actually gonna go okay, ahead and see. I knew see. it was like he announced it was finishing, but I didn't know if it had. Cool. Okay. Nope. So now we're just waiting for JoJo Lands. That's right. Uh. I feel like it's just the saturation of JoJo that really got it the bad name, right? It's the persona problem. Oh yeah. But. Memification. Yeah. There you go. But I mean, even then, it's like how many people were aware of the fucking road roller meme before even like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually having any like knowledge of the part three OVA. It's true, but from Mugen, no JoJo is good. It is, it is a popular manga for a reason. It is a popular anime for a reason. Speaking of uh, 
popular. No, I'm just kidding. This isn't a popular <laughs> anime. Uh, the Aquarium anime. Uh, just to <gasps> my real quick bit. You know how annoying. I said, oh, they're not going to do anything interesting like I want them to. I was right. They didn't do anything interesting. Like <laughs> oh, no. Um, Did it end? What is going on? What is One episode left next week. <gasps> Here okay. is what has happened. So it's very clear that they have now just run out of ideas. So they're like, what's going on with aquariums? Oh, right. People hate global warming. Let's talk about that a little. Um, <laughs> so they're talking like, oh, my gosh, the sea turtles are all dying. And now the idol girl cares about this. Uh, mm -hmm. So she's going to go join the research institute that the aquarium is establishing in Hawaii to learn about how to stop global warming. Uh, and it was like, okay, uh, that's sort of just happening, I guess. Uh, meanwhile, there's the, the plot with the main character girl where basically I was saying like, she, she, she was clearly like broken down. She was like upset. She was not, she, every episode was about how she's having a hellish time in marketing. Um, and now it's just like, she like left for a day and she goes, you know what? I love being in marketing. This is great. Because they offered her the position to switch over to being an attendant again. And she just said, no, you know, I love being in marketing now. Which is something that no one says ever. Um, and she even says the insane thing of, I think that my marketing can help save the fish. Or whatever. Or to, like make people love fish. And I'm just like, oh no, she drank the Kool-Aid. Um, but yeah, that show really just like went to the end. It's just like all the old people are so right, even though they're making horrible decisions that everyone hates, and they're actually right in the end, and everyone should just suffer because that's the only path forward. It's just like, man, you could have done something, but it's clear they didn't have the foresight or like thought about what they were actually making. Um, I did hear that the manga for this that they're making um, that will continue after the show ends is being handled by a more popular Yuri writer. So it's hmm. possible that goes somewhere more interesting, but I wouldn't know because I feel like the source material and what's already there is not great. It, like I said, every time classics of the original anime problem, they just don't know what they're doing. And then it's just like, all right, just, uh, we need to do something this week. How about the sea turtles are dying? Let's do a really forced metaphor about how the crab is scared or whatever. And that's, that represents the human being. Uh. So uh, I think you were right when you uh, tapped out of this one. <laughs> is what I'm getting at. Uh, Damn, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But. Like. It just feels like they just don't know what they're doing. Like. I don't know how this keeps happening. I don't know how this stuff gets signed off. I don't know how... <sighs> it's not the worst or anything. It's just so by the numbers in every single conceivable way that it's just like, okay. I mean, that's the other... What are trying to say with this? <laughs> it's the other reality of the current like state of anime. If something isn't yeah. the worst thing ever or the best thing ever, it becomes worse than that. It just becomes something you forget after a while. Yeah. And that's definitely the problem here. Right. I'll, I'll def I, I will definitely forget because it's just like, the only thing I can possibly remember is like, wow, remember when there were ghosts in the aquarium 
and they tried to like get people to go to the aquarium for their ghosts and everyone got mad and said you shouldn't like make the ghosts a marketing tool (laughs) and then that never came up ever again and then she went into marketing (laughs) god very weird very weird show um yeah um lv um yeah what what do you want to talk about what is going on what's going on you got these two i guess really yeah i mean i can i can mostly focus on um and cap it off with uh platinum end oh my gosh okay i'm gonna start saying i don't know if this is gonna be a good show i don't think it is right now (laughs) okay i'm several episodes in i'm like man where is this going so Sugumi Oba and Takashi um, Obata got together again and were like, let's fucking do it. We're going to make another edgy series. You fucking Not to talk- say De- Death Note was, is good. Death Note was a great series. Yeah, good. but Excellent. holy shit, I'm looking right here. You want to talk fucking Elfin Lead ass cover <laughs> art. Like that's, holy cow. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Remember when you were emo in the aughts? Is which I is what I wrote here, and this is exactly this. This is something that I feel like compared to something like Death Note, compared to something to like their, you know, their other like Bakuman. Like I feel like if I revisit Bakuman, I'm like, yeah, this still this is still great. This still resonates. This is a sh- this is a series I don't think is gonna have that same impact. Um, this is a series I feel like won't age on as is it does not feel like it belongs in this time period. Um, so literally they inversed what was going on um, with Light in Death Note in which, you know, he's a fucked up boy. He's a fucked up little man. He he <laughs> is a gifted child who through sheer... <laughs> right. Who, who through the worst <laughs> set of um, circumstances... Uh-huh. <laughs> Is given legitimate power. <laughs> Society does not understand him. That's all. Um, and what happens when, you know, you, you tap into someone who, who otherwise has potential, but is clearly on, like, an easy slippery slope to the wrong path, and perhaps good intentions lead to bad uh, <laughs> bad actions. Uh, in unradicalized um, little shit. Un- <laughs> reversing that, yeah, essentially. What happens when you, you, it, you, he comes across par- a paranormal entity that kind of exasperates it, right? And in this case, Platinum End is, 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 is following that same premise, but taking things to a little different direction. So the main character's name is Mirai, which literally means future, mm. I, I, which I, have, I, I can respect. That can be someone's literal name. But the amount of times I've seen the word Mirai used in anime in a symbolic fashion, I cannot take it seriously. But yes, his name is Future. Um, and he's yeah, he's he has every reason to be sad. He he is he he's his parents have passed away a while ago. Um, he just has a tough time getting at school. He otherwise is like kind of like, you know, like compared to like he's not like a quote unquote brilliant. He's not like you know, he's not someone who's like academically excellent despite all odds. Um and one day he's just like, you know what? Um he 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 feel he's on the verge of killing himself. He's about to jump off a building, and then out of nowhere, this this cute little angel girl comes in and is like, "Wait, don't do it!" And then he doesn't do it. Uh, no, don't kill yourself. <laughs> no, You're don't so do future. it, my, <laughs> my man. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. 
and and there and then he and then she's and it's like nice. It's like a heartwarming moment. She's like, listen, you have so much. You know, she's just on the surface. This angel's like, listen. Bro, you have so much to live for. And she's just like, and then while she's like, while he's, and then yeah, she carries him back home. She's like, no, you're not going to die tonight. You're going to go home. Um, she's explaining all the shit to him. And she essentially has signed him up for something he did not want to deal with. So, okay, she saved his life. But then she ended up, as a result, bestowing upon him these horrific kind of like, crazy powerful ability what i i don't know how to describe it like but they she gave him these special powers to basically be able to like hypnotize and manipulate someone to his will and or kill them however he received a former not everyone has both abilities but for some reason those specific two abilities hypnosis or just kill someone <laughs> are the two options these angels can give to these people so anyway he goes back home um, I think I was I think I was about to explain it, but I didn't go into it. But yeah, he yeah he has no parents, but he's being taken care of by his like horribly abusive, shitty like aunt and uncle, who are I think yeah they're siblings of his mom I think, um, and he just ends up he, he he ends up accidentally killing them. Like his emotions get the best of it, and like the angel like encourages like you know you gotta stand up for yourself, and she actually encourages him to like hey test out your abilities, and he just fucking kills them. Wow, um, <laughs> like shit, <laughs> like first episode. Um, and how it like, and this is where this is where I started being like, oh no, I don't think the series is good. How it pans out was like very ridiculous. And in a way, like again, the moment where like the angel intervenes is like, okay, whatever. It's like it's kind of cheesy because it's trying to be positive and it's like, okay. Um we see like a naked angel descend from the ceiling, taking his aunt's soul away. <laughs> <laughs> okay and then like and, and then the angels are naked by the way the angels are all naked so we don't see any details obviously but we see the silhouettes of like you know like like breast shape etc we see a lot of angel butts like it's quite a lot of butts in this movie like <laughs> a series um and it was just really absurd i was like what is going on like the main character just sitting there baffled by what happened he you know he killed his aunt by accident um it was just very silly um, like, you know, we know all this, like, cute angel girl was, like, explaining, like, yeah, like, don't you, like, you know, he's, like, asking, like, oh, my God, did I kill her? Is she dead? And she's, like, yeah, don't you see her soul being taken away by that other angel? <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, what? Like, is that a literal thing he is seeing? And, uh, yeah, they explain the show. He is literally seeing that, too, as we, the viewer. This is not, like, a weird metaphorical thing. But, anyway, uh, he, yeah, he fucking murders his aunt and uncle, but I guess they deserved it. Um, <laughs> well, at least and, there's uh, that. At least you know it could have been worse. It could have been like late yacht. It could have been worse. He just does it, right? Yeah, right. Um, and ultimately, again, this angel girl who signed him up, signed him up for shit he did not want because she saved his life. It's like, yeah. By the way, now that you can do this stuff, you're now part of this death game with other people in Japan. And I can't really tell you who all these other people are. You kind of just have to figure it out yourself. Good luck. But the last one standing gets to become God. Um, and that's pretty much that, that's pretty much the course of the whole series. He is meeting all these other peoples. He hears he like, you know, he, he you know, there's like all these stories going around like, oh, my gosh, someone's going around murdering people. Someone's trying to be a vigilante, like a common writer as vigilante, like wearing the whole suit and what have you. Um, and um, it's oh, God, like it's a fucking death game series. Um, it, it, yeah, it it. it so far, yeah, it's combining a lot of weird loose elements from Death Note and Future Diary, which again, poignant because his name is literally Future. 
Um, uh, again, the first series, uh, Death Note, which I think still holds up, is, is a good series, um, holistically. Whereas the latter, Future Diary, I would argue no, maybe, <laughs> if I revisited that. Um, but, man, oh, God. Um, the pacing is, is kind of awful, for one. So, again, as I explained, there's, like, weird moments where it's like, am I supposed to find this funny? Like, what is going on? Like, this is very weird and not really, you know, like, moments that are supposed to be shocking or sad and they're not really setting the tone right. Um, like, I, I think it was a, yeah, it's a couple episodes in where he meets, um, well, doesn't meet. He She's, like, his classmate. And he discovers, like, oh, my gosh, she is also, like, a contestant in this death game. She, too, also has an angel who's basically... Um, most of the angels so far are, like, feminine, uh, like, femme-presenting, whereas, like, her, th- this girl's angel is, like, a twink. Uh, <laughs> again, they're naked, so it's like, okay, sure. Um, and his wings are on his ass. Um, important detail I need to point out. Like, their, okay. their wings are all in weird places. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, like, and then, like, yeah, this girl, this high school, this high school, this classmate, she has the, he he discovers like oh my gosh she has the hypnosis ability and she does it on him because she was gonna admit her crush on him any like her her crush on him anyway and then but in reality he was in love with her this whole time and then they like do three whole episodes of that <laughs> like what what is go- there's like the, the, like and then he visits her room and they're just hanging out and then. They're just hanging out, and that's, like, two whole episodes where they're just scheming, like, you know what, let's work together, let's not kill each other, because, you know, we're working together. And this is where they fucking drop a plot bomb, um, which I think I mentioned in our in our little private chat over talking about, like, you know, why are a lot of these death game series and stories in Japan a lot? You know, you know, it's just, I know it's just, like, a weird suspension of disbelief, because, like, you know, a lot of the creators are Japanese, they're based in Japan. And this kid is, like, in his in this girl's fucking room he's like head over heels with her with the worst dialogue i've ever like heard in an anime in recent years and they fucking like drop this bomb saying you know like these dead competitions are like always in japan because japan has high suicide rates they like just fucking say that like not like not verbatim but they just say that like out front i'm like are you fucking kidding me like that dissonance in the show is so bad um, and then even worse, like, again, I think the episode I'm up to at right now is they finally meet up with this vigilante that has been reporting news for a while. Like, there's all these random killings going on in the city. And his getup is, again, like a goofy, as I was alluding to, a goofy common rider, like, I'm not like a Super Sentai, honestly, to be honest, like, goofy, Super Sentai, like, setup. And he's, like, in this, like, goofy outfit, like, in, you know, uh, trying to, like, again, like, have, like, a, a big hurrah publicly. And out of nowhere, he just, like, you know, meanwhile, like, all the news reports within the di- universe of the city is, like, celebrating this guy's being, like, oh, my gosh, he's, like, a hero. There's still controversy over him, et cetera. But, like, people are, like, wow, we have a secret superhero, like, running around Tokyo, et cetera. Um, and then out of nowhere, he just, like, decides, you know, what? I'm going to, like... Be, I'm gonna like kill this person right in front of everyone in a stadium, which makes no sense. <laughs> like, why are you damaging reputation? I don't know. But again, that obviously reveals too. You know, this guy has an angel as well. He's also like a contestant in this like death game. Um, and yeah, it's just oh god, it's just uh, it's just all over the place. Um, not to say I'm one who like watches death game series anyway and like doesn't really actively follow it, but I don't. I don't think this is not. I don't think this is. I don't think the presentation of this. <laughs> is how they're supposed to work 
But yeah, it just, I don't know, it's just very, it's not only all over the place, I personally think, but it's just very, I don't know, it's just not interesting too. Like, I don't know what the stakes are beyond like, okay, the main character can die anytime. And again, I guess that's the problem too with a genre of like this. You know what the stakes are. Anyone can die anytime. But in this case, it's like, man, what did this kid do to deserve this? Like he had, <laughs> again, like he, like he was just in a bad place. And awesome, he got like he had a moment of intervention where he realized, you know, maybe he can go. And then that, and then like in this moment of like enlightenment and realization, like of like, oh yeah, I can I can try to keep going. This this paranormal, you know, like otherworldly circumstances, like throwing him into like all this shit he does he didn't ask for, and he doesn't even really have much of a character either. Like it's more like everyone around him has a character, and he doesn't. He's very blank slate. You know, he doesn't have any real opinions on anything beyond the fact that we've established. Yeah, he's sad. He's a depressed person, like, in the first episode. But onwards, beyond, like, the angel talking most of the time and beyond the angel kind of leading his motivations to do things and be like, hey, like, wow, like, there's something bad happening there. You should use your powers I gave you to help them out. He's not very responsive. Like, it's not even like, oh, he's, like, scared or he's, like, you know. Mm -hmm. The series doesn't even do a good job of showing his, like, flaws and weaknesses he has to overcome. Like, at this point in the series, I don't know. Yeah, like, again, usually you can kind of get a feel, but maybe that's the point. But, like, you know, you can kind of get a feel. Like, is this character going to turn sideways or are they going to become a better person out of his experience? Like, I can't even read what this character is because he kind of just doesn't have much of an interesting character either. So I can't really, you know... On one hand, you know, Death Note, you're supposed to realize at some point, at least for most people, most people probably did not get that. But, like, at some point, you're supposed to realize, oh, Light is kind of fucked up. Maybe I should not. Maybe he's not a character I should be rooting for. In uh, Platinum Ed, I can't really say the same for Mirai. I don't know what his character's motivations are. Beyond the fact that, yes, he wants to live. You know, and I guess that's unfortunately going to be a cyclical moment where, again, like, the prevention of his suicide is like, yeah, he, he realizes he wants to live, but this is such a drawn-out premise for for one to get that point across which has been done in something like the world ends with you you know uh <laughs> i don't think the series is good that's all i'm saying i <laughs> i'm not enjoying it i'm good i i there are there are going to be 24 episodes of this series um and i keep seeing ads for it but i i hope people know what they're going for when they click that ad banner and crunch i don't i i don't know i don't know y'all i'm, I'm not feeling this <laughs> That's unfortunate, but I guess inevitable, really. Yeah, it's just tapping into stuff that's been done before, but not yeah. well. Like, the well has run dry, in a way. Yeah, I, like I, I, I've struggled to find things that really resonate with that emo ideology in, like, an effective <laughs> way in the modern era. You know, I'm no Nile, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> beloved friend of the site, but... I, I I am definitely a dabbler in the emo culture, and uh, it's hard to find something like a Death Note today. Um, mm-hmm. Like, there there's edgy stuff. Don't get me wrong, but it's a very oh, different absolutely. brand of edgy. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of it ends up being like uh, fucking super crooks, like you were talking about earlier. Yeah, uh, stuff like that, or. Um, but it doesn't not it does not have that emo games. aesthetic. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's not. edgy, but it's not. There's I, I can't name something in 
what 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 the current zoomers are into that encapsulates what I'm thinking of when I think of that word. Like I feel like the core, you know, like the aesthetic yeah. and feel, yeah, aesthetic the close- and the narrative part of it, yeah. The closest you get is Danganronpa, right? I feel like. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. That's that's the thing, but like. Absolutely. What what death game beyond that has really resonated with like on a broader scale like death note or like other stuff like i i can't name squid games you're right it's squid game i'm sorry but even then it's because these kids don't understand the capitalist part or they do but it's also Uh, like dude you don't the goal of squid game is not to replicate squid game uh what do you mean i'm gonna kick mr beast's ass Dude, I kept seeing that tweet of the fucking teachers scrounging for money, and I've... Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that was bad stuff. Oh, God. Like, ugh, there's, there's too many things I want to dropkick. But, this is why we need more emo anime. This is what I'm getting at. <laughs> we need an outlet for... <laughs> Show Kid Was Chavis. the theme song for Jeno called Change the World? Was that am I correct or did I miss I'll change the or world, like I believe, is a live action uh film. Oh, oh yes. I ha- yes. I have that I was, on I was DVD. like, that's a subtitle. Yeah. I have the, the DVD. But yeah, show it's show Zoomer Chobbits. <laughs> no. No, uh, don't show the Zoomer's job. No. No. No, I'm uh, taking the stand. I don't know. <laughs> Are you saying that everyone needs to have a horrible phase of their life? Is that what you're getting at? Not necessarily cringe, but you need to be able to understand what regret is. <laughs> I, you know, on, honestly, honestly, I genuinely believe that there needs to be an inhibition reignited within the Zoomers, but not necessarily through this abstract concept of cringe culture, but more so being actually yeah. to understand remorse, understand regret, understand actually recognizing that when you do something and you feel bad about it, you have the ability to move on from that. That's right. And the easiest or way you... to at least have some aspect to that is watching an anime, getting back to it some years later and realizing, oh, God, I was into this, and this informed some of my ideas about the world. Again, yeah. not in a, oh, you know, ah, ha, 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 I'm here doing the ninja run, more in a, Oh, this probably would have made me more fash if I like believed what like this creator was talking yeah. about. Yeah, I've always wondered how that goes with Attack on Titan. People like obviously I watched Attack on Titan when I was a teenager. Um and it was like, you know. Oof. Could have gone somewhere else, I guess. Probably not. I'm going to be real with you, but it could have happened. Um no, yeah, there's definitely that you need to learn to embrace things that, uh, you know, it's fine that you outgrew them. Also, I feel like it's a lot of stuff that happens these days. I mean, that's the other thing, too. Like, I feel like Zoomers are so... This is now becoming the Zoomer cast. Uh, but no, no, I, no, no, no. Feel free. No, I'm glad. No, let's, I, let's I think attack I, our fel- let's attack our Zoomers. Yeah, come on. No, no. I mean, I, I think I've expressed this uh, multiple times before. Like, I am. I, I think in us in general, like together, like, oh God, like, I am glad, like, the current generation of like young preteens to teenage age, like, have better, like, better anime. I'm going to be real. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are always better. Like, like again, uh, in conjunction with your problem of like. 
and my problem too, I agree, which I agree with, like, oh god, there's so much fucking anime. But just how, like, because of that, there's, like, more quality stuff in the midst of the trash, right? Plus, of, plus of course, the accessible channels now are much easier compared to, like, um... <laughs> the like days of, like... just Toonami or, like, Oh, yeah, the and, then, and then learning what has. learning what bootlegging is and being, like, and, and that's your only option. Uh, <laughs> no, but for sure. But no, I think my main thing still is that with it being such a young generation... There lacks that interiority of, like, recognizing that at some point you get old. Mm-hmm. And I say this even, like, you know, hearing my 18-year-old sister talk about a lot of the stuff that's happened to her infected her. And she's wanting to make these very patient decisions about what's going on with her life. But then it's still, like... Dude, I am seven years older than you. And even, like, just hitting 25, I know that I am not in a position that'll let me like know what comes ahead but i have at least mellowed out enough to focus on like all right let me just take things one day at a time or let me just like cool it with some specific things it it, it, i think like eventually there just needs to be that realization that you literally just need to live long enough to just get some things yeah definitely you do just need to let time work its course for just that extra stewing of uh, stewing of life. It's true. Uh, like I said before the show, I've been watching Gundam, right? And I would never have done that even two years ago. But now I understand it. Yeah. I'm, I'm making a little joke. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> but, I, but I do. Yeah, no, no, really, though. Uh, yeah. Um. All right, I know you. You guys got to go get streaming, so I'm not. I'm gonna. We can wrap it up now if you'd like. I mean, do you have any questions? Oh, that's Maybe. a that's a great question. Yeah, I would see uh, questions. Haha, ha, I'm going to check. Drinks can always wait. Um, a little <laughs> for bit. anyone who's like, what the fuck are they talking about? Alluding to the fact that I've been streaming um, Valhalla um, Cyberpunk bartender action around the time yeah. of this record. By the by the time. By the time uh, non-patron users will hear this, I'm probably like five days left to stream it. But as of right now, as of this recording, there's ten days left <laughs> of a bartender action, cyberpunk bartender action. So that's that's what we're referring to, which I will hop right into after this. Um, yeah. But I'm open to questions if there are any. It's fine. There are not. But <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Never yeah, mind. I guess. Uh... <laughs> uh, no, I went there, and the first thing I saw was you saying Gollum is a fucked up little man. He is a fucked up little man, and he is. I'm thankful that <laughs> I. What, do you think Gollum's like a Manetta type character? Do you think he's? Like, um, no, because a no. lot of people love him sincerely. Do you think he's like Ryuk from Death Note? Mm, no, I think he's like, like if we have an oh, axis shot, he you... would he would be in that direction, but not quite. No, I think he's he's. Mm. Rose, you said Minetta, and I just remembered that I've been catching up with my hero. Yeah, yeah. No. Boy, how's that going? for Remember you? that I've, one twist that they thought? Uh, spoilers, I guess. If you're also yeah. trying to catch up with my hero, but fucking don't worry about it. I'll do this for you. Remember uh, the fucking twist that they maybe had of like, oh, who's the mole in UA? Yeah. And we kind of thought it was the French kid. Yeah. It is the French kid. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> One for All gave him a quirk because he was also quirkless. Oh my god. <laughs> but then it's like, oh, I'll kill your family, Neville Longbottom. No, uh, Draco really Malfoy. If you don't work for me, and then Deku's like, I gotta help you. It, again, I like the parts where it's just Deku being a good boy, and he has to, like, sheer will, like, kindness into a very hostile situation. But, you know, at that point, I liked My Hero Academia when it became Demon Slayer. Because in Demon Slayer, it was just that premise for a very contite space. Yeah. Which is good. Uh, I've I've never heard anything good about my hero's like future, like the the current arc in the manga or anything. It seems like people are super falling off hard. It's trying to say stuff, and unfortunately, Horikoshi is not a guy that can like say stuff. Yeah, it really seems that way. Ugh. Especially because it seems like. Well, I won't get into it. I won't get into what? it. What? What? No, say a it. A lot of the stuff about the, the, like, oh, the heroes, like, there was an evil hero later on that they go into, and then, like, oh, the heroes were actually exploiting people and doing something bad, and it's bad that the heroes were doing this, and, so, like, they could order the heroes to just do assassinations or something like that, basically. Um, oh, yeah, the, like, the, the, the shadow worked. government And then whatever. they're like, and we found that out, and we got rid of that guy, and we're not going to analyze any more about this, and everything's fine. It was just that guy was bad. Yep. And it's just like, oh boy. <laughs> say what you will about One Piece. They do actively uh, say, hey, maybe the government isn't cool. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah, sometimes you gotta shoot real, down a like, government flag and set it ablaze. It really does just feel like he has, uh, Horikoshi has this real, like, oh wow, I love cops mentality. With the way that he writes a lot of the superheroes. Yeah. Like, just has to be like, oh, well, they, they, they mean good. It's a thing. It's it's noble, inherently. Yeah, it sounded like, again, compared to, like, all the things I was talking about earlier, like, My Hero Academia, like, was trying to be a subversion, and then it just actually was not. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, pulled the curtain back, like, oh, no, 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 that that's too far. No, 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 we're not saying that. We're saying this, you know? <laughs> I don't know how you create the Avatar world again. Also, basically, where there are <laughs> no, you don't, you don't fucking need powers. that again. Demon Slayer uh, saw that and was yeah. like, "No, what if I just make this about a nice boy who has to do a very hard thing and make that for like <laughs> sub two hundred chapters? Perfect. You get. I'm a, telling you, you you get the best selling movie in Japan. <laughs> yeah, sometimes shorter things are better. Is the thing. It's the same thing for games, same thing for shows. Sometimes Gunbusters four episodes says it all. Six episodes. Six episodes. Gunbusters six episodes says it all. Yep. Why why did I think it was four episodes? Oh man. No, you don't omit the last two episodes until you hit Ava. <sighs> oh. Those are fine. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Again, it's fucking um the sincere message, the fuck you to the fans, the, no, nah, maybe I was wrong about that, and then the finally d d stop thinking about Evangelion and do something else. <laughs> I explained Evangelion in, like, three seconds. You're welcome. 
finally someone did it you're gonna be one of those youtube videos that says like eva in a nutshell it's three seconds long and here is the reason why evangelion is that amazing don't forget that this episode is sponsored by NordVPN. Use the promo code uh, BAPS <laughs> to get 30% off on Baps? your... BAPS? <laughs> BAPS? That's what you came up with? <laughs> I was under pressure. What with that? <laughs> That's why it's not what you come up with when you're under pressure. You're under Use the Baps. promo code MILF, okay? Oh, that's better. You're right. Okay. Uh, okay, anyways, yeah. I fucking... Y'all are streaming, okay? We'll call it quits. Um, just a reminder to everyone out there, we're watching Rosian Z. Don't know if that'll be next time or the time after. It might be the time after because we, like we said, an anime of the year. Never know. Gotta mix around with it. But uh, yeah, you find that all on YouTube, so not bad at all. Um, yeah, thank you both for joining me. Um, and uh, see y'all after... You know, hol- happy holidays if we I don't think we're doing another one. So happy happy holidays everyone. Um I'll see you next time. Even what it used to be